Hello, it's Oliver. Welcome back to another episode of my financial experiments. In this episode, I'm going to talk about precious metals, uh, why they're a bad investment, and why I'm not going to stop buying them. But first, I'd like to talk a little bit about money. Back in the 1930s, England moved off of the gold standard. This means that currency as we know it has only existed for around 90 years. This type of currency is called fiat. Basically, it's only worth something because the government says it's worth something. In the olden days, in pre-1930s, money had actual precious metals in it. You had coins with gold and coins with silver, and that made them worth something. You had banknotes that had to have precious metals behind them, so the bank had actually have to have the gold and the silver in their vaults before they could issue a note which said they had that. This is no longer the case. There's been a rise of fractional reserve banking over the past hundred years. This has basically meant that money has been inflated and is now becoming worth less and less because there's more and more of it. Fractional reserve banking is basically where the bank can lend more money than they actually have in their possession. So this essentially creates money and weakens our currency. It's the equivalent of them lending out a hundred pounds or the same £100 to five people and then after a month if every person were to pay back £100 the bank would have made £500 plus the £100 initial investment so they'd have £600 after a month it's not quite as simple as that but it is essentially banks lending millions and millions of pounds that they don't have in order to get money from the common people the problem is that this devalues the currency but because the government tells you that a pound is worth a pound it is impossible for you to argue against it when i did uh, research into money and currency things like that one big thing that kept cropping up was precious metals lots of people uh, especially on youtube were saying that precious metals are the one true currency gold and silver were the future of money uh, this is because gold and silver can't be inflated um, you can't print gold and silver and gold and silver for all intents and purposes is outside of government control um, there was actually a case in 1933 where America did make it illegal to own physical gold and they forced its citizens to hand in their gold in exchange for dollars the price of gold and silver is based on a currency that intrinsically has no value therefore by owning gold and silver, you can actually get your hands on what is considered a real asset. It's something that you can hold and sell later. It can't be manipulated by the government, so your savings are essentially out of the banking system. So should the worst happen, if there is a currency collapse, you'll have something physical that you can sell either within a new system when it presents itself or you could trade it if it were to be a barter system things like that you actually have something instead of it just being ones and zeros in a bank account i know that sounds a bit like a tinfoil hat moment but that's where my thinking was when i was looking at purchasing silver so i made my first purchase of silver um, i bought a total of 51 ounces for a grand total of 702 pounds which i was really happy with um, that was before I started learning about stock market, peer-to-peer -peer lending, things like that. Um, so I currently hold 51 ounces of silver, and that £702 is now locked up in that silver. If I sell the silver in 20 years' time, I'll be able to extract uh, my money and then be able to use it. 
I don't know what the price will be. Nobody does. Anyone who tells you that they do is a liar. Uh, then again, I hope that it would keep up with economic growth and uh, hopefully offer me some sort of a return. I know that is a gamble. Uh, and if it doesn't pay off, then it, it doesn't pay off. But that being said, no matter what the price of silver, I will always have that physical silver to sell if I need to sell it. The problem is that silver doesn't fit into my passive income plan. It doesn't offer me any dividends. It's basically tied up that 700 quid that could be used elsewhere earning me an income. So that is 100% me losing sight of the big picture straight away. Well, I say that, I didn't really have a big picture. But that is one thing to consider. When you're making a purchase or when you're making a sale, does it fit in with your investment plan? If your investment plan is 30, 35 years, in the making do you really care whether something's going up and down over the course of six months it shouldn't make that much of a difference that's one thing you should always keep in mind i want my money to work for me and i dropped the ball buying silver i essentially picked my feelings over facts that being said despite the fact that silver doesn't fit into my plan despite the fact that it takes up money and it doesn't offer me any sort of dividends i am going to continue buying it I'm in hopes that a few things will happen. Firstly, the price of silver will increase and allow me to sell it at a profit when I need to. I think that would be ideal. I've decided to set a goal of a thousand ounces, which means that for every one pound silver increases, I'll be able to make a thousand pounds. I know that's optimistic, but the potential is there, especially with it being so low. Another thing that it's got going for it is that central banks are starting to buy up gold, which will eventually push the price up and that will then trickle down to silver, which again is fantastic. There are also chances that our economy might collapse, um, our currency might hyperinflate and become worthless, and there's a chance the government will revert back to a gold standard. So let's say if they decide one pound is worth a ten thousandth of an ounce of gold. If you hold an ounce of gold, which is currently about one thousand two hundred pounds, that'd instantly be worth ten grand. That's optimistic, but I don't think it's a bad hedge of bets. And besides, even if it doesn't happen, you still have the gold and silver that you can sell. And there's also the chance that the government will move on to some other kind of back currency, such as a Bitcoin back currency. Um, in that case, I'll lose out, but every person who owns at least one Bitcoin will win, and they'll win big. It is a, it's a bet, and it's a gamble, and no one can predict the future. But if you do the research, you just need to trust that what you're doing is right. Um, I am going to keep buying silver, I am going to start to try and buy some gold. It's not going to impact my investing in any way, shape or form. Uh, I'm just going to set aside a little bit of money every now and so often, I'm going to purchase it and hopefully it does pay off. Either way, I'm not keeping all my eggs in one basket. Anyway, that's going to be it from me. Goodbye.